Welcome back to our podcast today, Thursday, December 14th. We haven't been around since Monday. A little busy. Derek, what the hell have you been doing that we weren't able to do a podcast? I've been busy. Uh, I got to go up to the Minneapolis office. Uh, Got to see we had a board meeting. Uh, Sports Hub had a big board meeting last night. No, I wasn't in that, but I was up there seeing and visiting some of our out-of-town guests for the last couple of days. Back chipping in some accounting work and just, uh, you know, I, I had to shovel a couple times this week, too, so, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, that yeah. goes. I bet all the people that flew in for this meeting was real happy with the three degrees we woke up to this morning. I don't know how much snow you got. We got three inches of snow here. Yeah, it came in in shifts. Like, we probably totaled about three to four inches, so. Yeah. They, Tom, they predicted seven. I know you were bitching when you heard that, but uh, we only ended up with three. Were you still complaining? Well, yeah, of course. It's fucking winter and snow. It sucks. Uh, none of this is good. Yeah. But on the bright side, it'll be nice here in like eight months. So we got that to look forward to. I'm, I'm working right, on that satellite office for us down in Las Vegas. So we'll, we'll see if that ever works yeah. out. I'm fine with that, man. Let's lock that in. Yeah. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with the Phoenix satellite office no. you're looking at. I have no problem with the West Palm Beach office <laughs> you're looking at. So keep on looking and just send the bill to Rob later on. Okay? Will do. Will do. All right, sounds good. All right, speaking of, uh, let's celebrate something here. Forget about complaining. Let's celebrate some things. It's week 15 in the NFFC. Through week 14, we've got some leaders. And, guys, I don't know if you've looked at our national contests, but they are all damn close, I will tell you. Andy Saxton, along with Ryan Santos, that tag team is leading the NFFC Classic. They're beating Scott Kelly by 4.49 points for that $80,000 grand prize. Speaking of Scott Kelly and Jeff Dawson, those two guys are teaming up. They're first place in the Rotowire Online Championship. They got a chance to win 100000 there, 80000 in the Classic. They're leading the Online Championship by, get this, 1.53 points. And in the NFFC Primetime, Stephen McCallum, he's leading John Bosch by 3.84 points for $150,000. So lots of money at stake in the next two weeks. A lot of points. I mean, I should say few points will determine who's going to win that. And Kalen Bloom is leading the cut line championship. As you know, that's our cut line where every week we cut off a couple of uh, teams. There's 66 left in the championship round there. And we cut down to 12 next week, the final table for 12. Derek, I know you like that cut line one. Again, we're going to announce some changes, possibly. We're going to ask for some feedback there, but what do you think? National contest all looking pretty good, right? Yeah, third of the way through. Um, you mentioned the leaders in all the contests. They probably will change, uh, you know, every play up and down throughout the next two weeks. We yep. got uh, we got 32 games to go. Um, every team obviously done with the buy. So, you know, again, it's exciting. It's exciting to see your name up there right now, for sure. I mean, you're, you know, one week clear, you're that much closer to, to a national national prize. But you got you got a lot of work left to do, a lot of lineup situations that you probably have to face and make some tough decisions. It's all going to, and it, to me, it's all going to come down to that last game on Christmas night between the Raiders and the Eagles. 
Yeah, definitely. That's going to be wild. And this week, we got all kinds of football. We've got Thursday night football we'll talk about shortly. we got two games on Saturday. we got the Sunday games. We've got the Sunday night games. We've got the Monday night games. So we've got overload for football. It's funny, I was talking to David DiDonato, who's the NFBC Hall of Famer today. He's in the top three in the online championship in the primetime. I said, I think we put you in the wrong Hall of Fame. He said, no, I always loved baseball because I love instant gratification. I love the results that night. But he goes, with football, I found out it's pretty much the same thing. There's games every night, and I'm working on fab the other night. So he's loving it. He's loving this football thing, and he's damn good at it as well. All right, Tom, we talked about the... Uh, Thursday night game with a couple of beat writers last night. It was like going to a funeral almost. I mean, I feel bad for a Colts beat writer and a Broncos beat writer, but those guys weren't too excited about tonight's game. How about you? Are you excited? <laughs> no, this is awful. I mean, we're talking about the excitement of fantasy playoffs and week 15 and how fun it's going to be. And this is how we got to kick it off. Denver and Indianapolis. It'll probably be the game of the year or something. Anytime you put your crap teams together, things can happen. But obviously neither of these teams are going to the playoffs. Neither team is any good. I think this is going to be the Brandon McManus, Adam Vinatieri show personally. But, uh, you know, you, people got players in it. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people got Demarius Thomas. They need points from him. Maybe they're starting the Denver defense, maybe one of those kickers. So uh, we'll see how it plays out tonight. Yeah, we got Frank Gore going. We know Charlie in our FSTA matchup has Frank Gore going tonight. I think a lot of teams had him. He carried the ball, what, 36 times, I think, last week. Uh, not sure he's going to be able to do that again tonight on AstroTurf three days later, but we'll see what happens there. Tom, you know what was interesting talking to those beat writers? Two things. One, the guy from the Colts was fantastic talking about Andrew Luck saying, listen, I've got to see him throw a ball by March. You know, to say he's going to be ready by next year, I don't know. I, we went through that once before. And then secondly, talking with the guy from Denver, and talking about Elway and what he has to do to address the quarterback situation. There's no way he can go into next year like he just did this year. He's pretty much wasted a year from the top defense in the NFL, right? I think he's wasted two years. I think he's wasted yep. this year and last season as well. This is still a very good defense, one of the best defenses in the NFL, a Super Bowl caliber defense, and the quarterback play has just been atrocious for two years running now. That's on John Elway. That's on the guy who's bringing in the talent. So he's got to fix this next season because they don't – I'm sorry. I know Troy Rank was the, the Denver reporter we had on. Yep. He disagrees that the window is closing. I think it's slamming shut. Because you've got Demarius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, both getting up there in age. Some of their key guys on defense, like Tlaib, are getting up there in age. I think it's got to happen pretty darn quickly. Otherwise, they're going to have to figure something else out. Yeah, I mean, he was saying the window wasn't closing on the defensive guys as far as, you know, Miller's still pretty young, defensive back can play for a while, but you're right. I think the window is closing. What do you think about his, the thoughts on Luck and him coming back next year not being a slam dunk? Yeah, I mean, I agree. We, we can't do the same thing again. We can't just go into training camp hoping he's going to be good. We've got to see concrete signs that he is throwing the football and doing it in OTAs, doing it in minicamps. you got to hear something positive here. Otherwise, we're just looking at trying to repeat. I mean, it's the same thing. Elway screwed up last season and then repeated the mistake this year. The Colts screwed up this year with luck. They cannot afford to repeat the mistake next year. Derek, the predictions for tonight's game, I think by the beat writers, was like three to nothing. One guy said nineteen to sixteen. He said, No, it's gonna be all field goals. Maybe it's twenty one to eighteen. 
that's not what we want to hear from a fantasy standpoint. But like Tom said, sometimes these Thursday games surprise you. Maybe we do see a, somebody break out. Maybe it's uh, Denver's defense that really puts up big numbers. What are you predicting for tonight's game? Boy, I, I feel it's right around a 2017-type game. Maybe not as many field goals as we think. Maybe we'll get a mix a couple touchdowns in there. From a selfish uh, standpoint, I, uh, I in my, one of my two big home leagues, it's actually an Empire League, and, and I won last year, and now I'm in the semifinals this oh. year. Um, so that means if I actually win the league this year, the league is done because we, uh, you know, once somebody wins two years in a row, you can the league stops. You can obviously start it up again with the same guys, which we'll do. But that means I the pot's been carrying over for about seven years. So every year, half the money goes into that pot. So if I actually win, uh, you know, I get that plus this year's winning. So it'd be nice, nice little, uh, nice little score. So I have Demarius Thomas. So I would like to see him have a solid game. I do have a pretty stacked team, so I'm confident even if he lays an egg tonight. But from selfish point of view, I. I I hope he has, you know, you know, six for sixty and a score. That that'll be fine, and uh, that that'll fit right in with the twenty seventeen type prediction. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's interesting. We did announce the Empire uh, concept. It's basically a dynasty concept, but it keeps people going because the pot keeps growing. They don't drop out of the league. They got a chance to to win that. Remind me, we that's something we really oh, got to debut. Yes, we did. We definitely know? need to pull those out next year. We'll work with Charge. I mean, that's that's kind of he was kind of yeah. one of the pioneers to start that. So we'll we'll definitely get something going. Whether it's a you know it's a safe leagues type thing with through League Safe or we offer yeah. it through through NFFC for sure. Uh, what through Sports Hub somehow we'll definitely have them next year. Yeah, I think we definitely do it through NFFC. I think we create okay. that. We have the programming for it, and we have people have. I mean, we've never done dynasty leagues, and again, the reason we don't is because there's always one team that drops out or two teams that drops out, and here we are trying to fill a dynasty league when we're running baseball, football, basketball, and hopefully hockey next year. So we're not going to do that. But these empire leagues are great because half the pot goes sets aside. For the person that wins it two years in a row, so yep. that league keeps on going until you win two years in a row. Is that how it works, right? That's exactly how it works. So, yeah, but like I said, I won last yep. year, and I got a pretty pretty solid team, so we'll see how it works out. Yeah, like I say, we'll do it on our side, because I think then you can have different price variations. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, 150. I mean, some of our guys would be 500 or something, oh, yeah. so we'd go that way. All right, tomorrow we'll do a podcast, talk about the weekend games, but let's just real quickly talk about Saturday, since those are coming up real quickly we got Bears-Lions in the afternoon, and we got Chargers-Chiefs. Tom, I like that Chargers-Chiefs game. I think that's going to be a dandy. You're convinced the Chargers are going to win that division, which means they probably will win on Saturday night. It's basically a push game. I think the Chargers might be favored by a point. What do you think from that game? Is this the week? We saw a better life out of the Chiefs last week, but is this the week the Chiefs really put it together and take control of this division? No, not against that defense. The Chargers' defense playing very, very well. Now, I understand they're going on the road, they're traveling, all that hoo-ha, but they're still a good defense, playing well. Plus, Kansas City's defense still stinks. I know Derek Carr uh, shit the bet on him last week, but Phil Rivers is not going to do that. He is playing great football right now. Keenan Allen, they're not going to be able to stop him. Gordon's going to run well. I think the Chargers are going to score a lot of points in this game, and I think it's going to be very hard for the Chiefs to match that against a good, uh, I almost said San Diego, a good Chargers defense uh, this week. I do think it's going to be a good game, though. All right. Yeah, you haven't gotten that Chargers that they're in Los Angeles correct all year. Yeah, because they, they, by the way, they should still be in San Diego. They should be in San Diego, and they should be wearing the powder blue uniforms as well. Derek, real quickly, Bears-Lions, what do you see in there? You think the Lions are going to roll here? Do we expect to start every Lion here, or what do you think? Lions five and a half point favorites right now. That seems about right. I, I, I I'd probably even take that and lay lay wood on the Lions there. That's uh, feels like a, the Bears are just 
lost. It's, it's a lost season for the Bears. Trubisky looks like he's regressed from when we saw him earlier this year. They can't even hardly complete a forward pass. I look for the Lions. Lions still playing for something, still in the playoff hunt. So yep. uh, Matt Stafford was fine last week, even with that hurt hand. He threw for almost 400 yards, I believe. So to me, I think this is a game where Detroit kind of just flexes their muscles a little bit and comes out with a 7-10 to 10 point win at home. Just so you know, the Lions and the Packers are still in line for the NFC North Division title. Uh, the Vikings could lose out, and those teams that, could win uh, out, just so you know. That division's over at about 255 on Sunday. Vikings do not lose to, uh, the Vikings will not lose to the Bengals at home, because the Bengals will probably forget to throw the ball to A.J. Green, even though it's a tough matchup. Uh, the Beng- so. Bengals are due. I think the Bengals are due. What do you think? I mean, they haven't played well the last two weeks. I think they're due. Yep, I agree. They're due probably, yeah, they're due. but they're they're not going to win on Sunday. That would be right. awesome if they won, though. That would be <laughs> that really would be because you got a, just a team playing like complete garbage right yeah. now. Another team that's been playing well and it's got big time playoff aspirations. And here come the Bengals, the mighty mighty Bengals coming in there. Hey, you guys, you guys, you guys want to make some bets on that off air? Well, uh, I got no problem doing that. I'm rooting for the Bengals. I'm rooting for like thirty four to two. Yeah. Oh, if that happens, he's not even showing up on Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday for the podcast. Too. Yeah, don't mess us up like the first play from scrimmage. Vikings get safety. They're all fired up. It's like the Super Bowl. Remember that? When, yeah. Uh, yeah, right. just like Super Bowl a few years ago. Broncos fans were all fired up. They thought, no, no, here come the Bengals, 34-2. There you go. All right, that's the prediction. All right, let's predict something else. Let's talk about Aaron Rodgers, Tom. We talked about him last night. Basically, our advice is, if he's on the field and the Packers feel comfortable with him, you start him. We have a chance this week in the FSTA League, Matt Ryan or Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers. We've already put him in. We've got to go with him. If they're going to win at all or even come close at Carolina, it's got to be a shootout. Our defense sucks. Rodgers, if, again, if the Packers feel he's healthy, he's healthy, you roll him out there. Plus, like Matt Ryan's not playing that well either. So I think that's a right. slam dunk decision for you guys. Yeah, but he's got he's got. The I don't care about the matchups. Yeah. It's you're, it's Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Case closed. No, I understand that. I'm just saying. I'm I'm. I, we are. We're in agreement that it's Aaron Rodgers over Ryan. I'm just saying. Matt Ryan's got the matchup on Monday night, and he did play well against Tampa Bay earlier in the year. But having said that, I completely agree. It's got to be Rodgers. I'm not convinced the Packers going to be able to run the football well against a good Carolina run defense. So I think Rodgers going to have to throw it. He's going to get Jordy back in the game. That's going to be huge. You know Adams will play well. So, yeah, I, I think Rodgers is going to put up numbers this week. I don't know if the Packers are going to win. Yeah, I'm not sure about that, but I do think Rodgers is going to have himself a good fantasy day. And uh, Yeah, I mean, unless your other options like Russell Wilson or something, you pretty much got to start Rodgers this week. Or Ben Roethlisberger. I'd say, right now I'd say Brady, Russell, and Roethlisberger might be the only quarterbacks I would consider sitting Rodgers for. Yeah, good. I think he's top five as well. I don't know if they're going to win. I agree with you. I don't see that defense being able to shut them down for less than 30 points for sure. I think it's going to be very tough to win at Carolina. I think it was going to be tough to win at Carolina when Rodgers was playing well. Yep. You know, the one thing, though, to, to think about is when he came back in 2013, he came back for Week 17 at Chicago. He went for 318-2. and two. Uh, Jordy went for 10 and 161 after having nothing the weeks before that. So I'm not saying Jordy's going to get 10 and 161 in the touchdown, but uh, he definitely is going to do much better. And I agree with Tom. I'd throw him out there. What do you think, Derek, about Rogers' return? 
As a football guy, I'm happy to see him back. I mean, I didn't obviously didn't like when yeah. he went down, and it's it's. Uh, I actually have him in a couple of uh, leagues where I picked him up late, where the guys dropped that I'm still in. I'm actually playing for like consolation in one of them, but I'm I'm throwing him out there. So uh, yeah, as a football guy, yeah. yeah, it's good to see him back. And I actually hope the Packers. Well, I don't want him to run the table because I don't want him to beat the Vikings. But if they do end up in the playoffs, I think that's great for us, and it's definitely great for fantasy. So I hope you know I hope he I hope he's fully healed. I hope it's not a situation where like Romo, you know, and he always came back too early and would get hit once and be be right back on the sideline. So let's hope he's totally 100% good, and let's get him back out there. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, they got a tough finish. They got Carolina, then they got Minnesota at home, and they're at Detroit, so there's no guarantees. But I'm with you. I'm glad to see him back out there. I hope he is healthy. I hope he just wings that ball all over. Because, again, it was his throwing shoulder. Last time was his left shoulder. This time is throwing shoulder. All right, let's talk a little baseball here right now. I did a Rotowire magazine draft yesterday, so I did NFBC style, 15 teams, 30 rounds. I talked to someone today who said that was as tough a draft as I've ever seen. I hope it's not that tough in the main event. The guys were prepared. It was very good. I had the 13th pick. Of course, I got a pitcher because nobody in the industry draft takes a starting pitcher. So Clayton Kershaw, I took him at 13. I figured I'd have more pitchers coming back. But thankfully, DVR is sitting at the 15th spot. He took Scherzer and Sale. I was going to take one of those guys coming back as well. But 12 hitters gone right off the table. Really was the same. It was Trout. Altuve, uh, Goldschmidt, and then everybody got pushed up. Correa went ahead of me. Bryant went ahead of me. Votto went ahead of me. There was nobody that I really, really wanted there. So I started out Kershaw and Manny Machado and went from there. But it was a lot of fun. It was great to get the industry guys going. I'm starting to get in baseball mode. So, and Derek, you and Tom, you guys were on the NFBC site yesterday. You were testing out the new fab as a former player. Give us a little of your thoughts on what you're seeing on what we're going to be debuting in baseball. It's going to help people save a lot of time on Sundays and during the week in fab. I'll, I'll start. Yeah, I'll start. Yeah. So we the new uh, fab process is just going to be great. I know we talked about this on a prior podcast, but we hadn't really seen and been able to test what, what it's going to look like. So yesterday I'm in there and we did a... Joe come set up a mock draft room. We he drafted us teams, right? So we can go in there. I can see my roster of my thirty guys, and now I go in there and I want to replace my catcher, right? So I click on um, a guy I want to replace. So it comes up anywhere you are inside the NFBC site. You can not even you can be like on a somebody looking at somebody else's team or whatever. You click on a guy, it comes up. So if you're in forty leagues, let's say like some of our guys that have forty leagues, yeah. it'll it'll pull that guy up, and you click on his free agent. There's a tab called Free Agency. It will show you his status in every league um, that you are in. So he may be owned in some leagues. It'll tell you which team he's on. If he's a free agent, uh, it'll say Free Agent right there. It gives you a box to do a bid right there and to drop a guy right there. So you can do a bid right there. It shows you your budget, how much you have left. And if and so you can do that, and that's what, right there. Now, to make conditional bids, there's a, fa- a link to the FAB page for that league right there as well. So if you, you know, you can make a quick quick bid on them, say 50 bucks for, I don't know, any catcher, right, uh, Matt Weeders or something like that. You can put it in there, and it'll sit there, and when you actually go back into that league and go into the fab page, that bid will be there with your conditional drop. Now, if you want to add more conditionals right there, you can do it right from that fab, you know, once you're in the league, and then here's the here's the thing that we've never had before. So let's say I have my bid was Matt Weeders, 50 bucks. The next catcher is Jorge Alfaro from the from the Phillies or something, right? I click on him. I put in a conditional bid of, let's say, $8, all right? Now let's say I need, I got to make sure I get a catcher. So I'm going to click on 
six more catchers just to make sure I get one, right? You're the next when you click on the next catcher for a conditional bid, it'll go eight dollars, eight dollars. So everyone you add yep. will default to the last price you put on your last catcher. Now at stats, it always defaulted for one dollar. So if you were doing a million pickups, you had to always go yep. change that one dollar um, to whatever your bid was if it was not one dollar. That was so time consuming. It kept people from you know having too many teams with this ability to just have your default set at whatever you set it at for that last guy and then click on it can click on a hundred guys like so in a cut line when you have to get rid of your money and you have yep. you know two guys and you, you got to do a conditional bid you can do 200 bids at eight dollars and you never have to change it that is by far the biggest time saver that you will see in baseball you'll see it for football um that it's just huge so that, that process to me as a former player that was by far the slowest and most time consuming and shitty thing about fab mm -hmm. times that's gone it's no longer there. Yeah. It's no longer. I mean, it's it's so so beautiful. I can't. I wish we could do a. I think we should do like a demonstration and put it out on YouTube or something yeah. because it yeah. it is going to make guys that maybe don't play anymore, one in particular, come back and play. And you know who I'm talking yeah. about. So um, it, it's just great. Uh, again, it'll be available as soon as you're able to. As soon as Fab Time rolls around. So uh, I, I'm super excited about it. Um, we'll do a message board post where people can ask questions. But uh, definitely, we're going to get out there and just be able to show people the ability how fast it is to, to make changes now yeah we're definitely gonna do some screenshots put it out there and then we're gonna have 12 guys or 15 guys do exactly what you guys did yesterday and that's test it out we'll have a finished league drafted league and then we'll just test out the fab and see what get viewpoints and everything the biggest thing is we're trying to save time for you yep. guys so that you can play more or at least enjoy your sundays a little bit more you know who you want to pick up but it was so laborious before to do that in the nfbc and in the nffc we know that our competitors in football had better fab systems than we had so we just lost customers because our fab was so tough so it is going to be ready football guys it's all going to be tested through and used in baseball before you have to deal with it so it's going to be fantastic when you get it but we're going to be looking for feedback everything so i think derek we will make a post on the message boards in baseball not so much to tease but to just let people know we've seen it we're not just talking about it anymore you guys saw it tom you saw it yesterday i haven't gone through it yet because i was doing this draft but uh, i mean your thoughts were positive as well correct yeah, no, I, I agree with Derek. I agree with everything that uh, he said, and and we have talked to our our tech people, and the, and they're in full uh, agreement that the key here is making Fab easier, simplifying it, reducing the time you spend on it. Like you said, uh, because a lot of guys are playing multiple leagues. Heck, if you're playing two leagues, it can yeah. take some time, especially for baseball each each week. So the key is to make it a, a smoother, more efficient, time reducing. Uh, function and we're absolutely going to do that our tech guys are spectacular they're committed to it they understand the need they understand what our players want and it's going to get done it's going to be great yeah definitely and then we're going to have a watch list we're going to add a couple other things that are going to be much better for you so that you don't have to f take so long finding players and such hey like let that. me interrupt so, you right there too i forgot to mention yeah. that that watch list is fantastic before it used to Good. be just on the front league page now it's inside the fab, so you can filter by watch list, non-watch list, right? So if you if you keep, and that goes across all your leagues, right? So if you have certain guys you want to keep an eye on with, you know, if they once they get called up or whatever, it's again that used to be just on the front of the league page, and it really didn't even go into your fab. Essentially, you you'd click on the eye from the fab, right, to to put it on your right. watch list, but you couldn't ever filter right. through that. Now you can do that. So that that again, if you're just if you're just doing fab from your watch list, that's even simpler because you you've already done the work 
and it's sitting right there. And again, goes across all the spectrum of all your leagues when you click on any one player. Uh, again, another another huge time saver. Well, how'd you forget that? How come I had to I'm, ex- that yeah, I'm excited here. I'm talking fast. I'm like, I, yeah, it's just crazy. <laughs> I, I want to draft. I want to go draft. I, I want to go draft. Is what I want to do. You're out of the baseball, man. You can do it. There's nobody else out there that can take your business. You just have to buy beers for us in Las Vegas and New York. That's all you can do. That's your job now. That's all you can do. By the way, I do want to say that Clayton Kershaw 13 is a steal. These industry guys just they just yeah. they can't get over the hump of taking the pitcher. We've seen in our leagues, man, you got to have some pitchers to dominate uh, and to yeah. win the big prize. And Kershaw is the one guy. If he's healthy, he is going to be the best player. He's going to be the number one. He's going to be the number one overall player as long as he stays yeah. healthy. I know it's a pitcher, and anybody can get hurt pitchers more, but Kershaw 13 is insane. So nice job, I'll tell you, nice job. You know, in a 15-team league, I f- felt I had to take a pitcher on the way back anyways. I really didn't want to wait to the third round or the fourth round to take my first starting pitcher because uh, 17 pitchers go in the first three rounds. They just really do. So I was going to take somebody anyways, whether it was going to be Sale or hoping for Kluber or somebody like that. But to get Gersh- Kershaw there, I was like, I'm off and running. Yep. I mean, that's the way it is. And I would have taken two starting pitchers. DVR started out with two starting pitchers and two relievers. That's how he went. He did that in the FSTA draft last year, he too, did. and he was right at, right there at the end. I can't remember if he won or took second. So that's a great he strategy. I like it. what he did. Yep. Yep, he won the FSTA league doing that. He loves uh, locking up two solid clo- closers that get uh, a lot of strikeouts. So, all right, let's end it here one way. Last night on our show, we had Derek on our show on SiriusXM as well. We drafted the second round of our mock draft in fantasy football. And we're not going to go through that right now. Maybe we can do it tomorrow. But honestly, we went... Real quickly, here's who went in the second round. A.J. Green, Keenan Allen, Julio Jones, Michael Thomas, Melvin Gordon, Josh Gordon, Devontae Adams, Adam Thielen, Tyreek Hill, Brandon Cooks, Kareem Hunt, and Kenyon Drake. Now, you can disagree or agree with a lot of those, but the bottom line is, in the third round, you're looking at these guys still not being drafted. Now, maybe they'll go at the end of the second round, but just look how talented this top 30 is in fantasy football next year. You're going to have LaShawn McCoy, Mike Evans, Jordy Nelson with a healthy Aaron Rodgers back, Devontae Freeman, McCaffrey's out there, Joe Mixon's out there, Gronk is out there, all of the top QBs are out there. I mean, Tom, this is going to be a loaded first three rounds and with third round reversal you're getting 12 13 and 25 i mean you're off to a good start i think yeah i mean i'm looking forward to the first three maybe even four rounds i mean there's just an incredible amount of players that are going to be available in the top 36 maybe even all the way to the top 50 you know normally you're, you're fired up about round one you hope you hit on that round two guy Round three is when you're starting to really kind of maneuver things and figure out, okay, what kind of team do I want? This year, it's just going to be stud, 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 stud. I mean, they're all there. I mean, when you got Mike Evans in the th- I understand Mike Evans has been a disappointment, but in the third round, I'll take that chance. LaShawn McCoy, Devonta Freeman in the third round, I'm in. Yep. You know, Joe Mixon, I'm in. So, yeah, there's a lot of talent. Uh, Kelsey, Gronk, all the tight ends, the quarterbacks, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. And I'm looking forward to the NFL draft. I just was looking at Todd McShay's uh, projections. And, I mean, three of the first five picks could be quarterbacks. Not that that helps you in fantasy, but 
hey, it gives new life to the industry, to the game. Uh, I'm loving it. Barkley maybe in the top five or six. Cleveland starting out with a quarterback and Barkley. That'd be a hell of a start. So, And, and Derek, you know, we've seen first-year guys just excel in all the sports this year. I mean, think about baseball with Bellinger, uh, Judge, fantastic. Now you look at football, all the running backs that are doing well. I mean, the NFL draft's going to be exciting next year as well. Yep, NFL keeps us busy 24-7, doesn't it? 12 months a year, that's that's what they do. But yeah, you're right. Uh, these young guys just hit the ground running now, especially especially yeah. these running backs. We've seen that before, but not to, not to this degree. This year's class, we mentioned it at the start of the year, it's, 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 we thought it was going to be something special, and it's been everything we thought and more. And let's hope next year's crop of NFL guys, now I know the quarterbacks are leading the way, and that, you're not necessarily thinking about starting rookie quarterbacks, but uh, you know the young quarterbacks now, Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, they're only two years in. So it's just, like you said, it helps out fantasy with the, these young young guys coming in, and they're ready, they're ready to play. I mean, it's, yep. it's just great for the industry. Yeah, I mean, seeing what Goff and Wentz did, I'm not going to shy away from uh, first or second year quarterbacks going for maybe first year quarterback, but my goodness, the way these guys are able to adapt right now, phenomenal. Now if we could just get offensive linemen to adapt to the pro game, it would really help the game. But all right, that's enough there. We've covered a lot, lot of ground today. That's what happens when you take two days off. Not that we really took two days off, but we did from the podcast. So here we are. And tomorrow we'll be back. We'll talk about the weekend NFL games, but... Honestly, we are very excited, as you can tell, about the fab that's coming, the technology that's coming. Baseball drafts are going well at NFBC, at playnfbc.com. Go there if you want to do some baseball draft champions leagues. But good luck to everybody this weekend in our week 15, and hopefully a bunch of you take big, big money away from us. We want to give it away. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow.